Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm not doing the Joe intro. No, you. Uh, that's Joe's thing, right? Like, you can't take that from Joe. No. Joe's not here. We don't. We don't have a what's better than this guy's being dudes. We don't have it. It's okay. It doesn't exist. That's okay. Howdy, gang. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Would You Rather on a Thursday night. Live streams at thedraftnetwork.com brought to you by our friends and Mighty Swell, the Mighty Swell Adult Seltzer. Lots of great flavors. Highly recommend. And it is your show tonight. Uh, me and Chris here uh, in the co-captain's chairs, but really we're just steering the ship. You guys bring hypotheticals to the table for Would You Rather, and we let you know what we think. Now, remember, the objective is to bring uncomfortable hypotheticals. You're already getting dog for your background. Come on, guys. I got a background in everything. I, this was a Christmas gift from some family. I put it up. It's a football field. You can't see the whole thing because I had to bring it in closer so the camera sees it. And I, I, I get nothing. I can't get anybody to be on my side tonight. What What football field? No, it's just it, it's just a generic football field. Oh, it's, it's a, a it, generic. It, it, it's very generic. Yes. Okay. Well, but like I I, I get criticized. I like it. Chris. Thank you. I, just, I like it a lot. Unbelievable. So, I have a bone to pick right off the bat. Is it with me or is it with the the? It's the with Vontel. Oh, can you want me to put it up? Because I see the comment that you're referencing. This, yeah, please do. Okay. Kyle, if you start mocking Javante Williams to us in the second round, I won't mind. Too bad he ain't going to be there for the Cardinals in the second round because the Jets are taking him in the second round, Vontel. He's got a fair chance to get to Arizona in the second round. But the point is, Vontel, I didn't hear the end of it from you when I gave the Cardinals a running back with with a premier pick. And now, lo and behold, you want a premier pick going to a running back, just not 17 or 16 or whatever you guys are. All right. It's still You're a premium at, pick. It is a premium pick for a team that only has five picks in this draft altogether. Kind of need all of them to work out. I don't know if you have Vontel, I don't know if you've looked at your team's cap situation because I have, hey, and uh, it's not good. Lay off. Lay off sorry. the gas on my guy. Sorry, sorry. All right, are you ready? I have to play co-captain's chair and finding the comments. So, Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn. Oh, welcome, quickly. welcome to my life from before you came around. So, all it's right, good old if, time. If you are ready to go, why I don't am. we? Why don't we? Why don't we just get this out of the way? Okay, this is. I'm gonna speak for Kyle, Joe, and myself here on the draft, dudes. This is the only time we're discussing this. Okay, I'm gonna put it up once, and then that's it. And and you know what? I'm not going to, so quit asking. It's, ask. it's not going up a second time. We will do this once. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, now that Urban Meyer is the head coach in Jacksonville. We're it's doing it once. Stop. Yep. I appreciate the buildup to this because we're doing it once, and that's it. So one Trevor, It is Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> and that we're getting that comment off the screen. Okay? So did everybody get their fill-in? Everybody good? All we right. We can good. clip that, right? Yes, and I'm going to put it on the board, and I'll just Great. every time Trevor Lawrence got it. We're going to okay. do it once. Trevor Lawrence still at one. That's it. All right. This one from uh, Halil's Real Football Talk. Which quarterback matchup would you rather see in the Super Bowl? Mahomes oh. versus Rodgers or Lamar versus Brady? Mahomes, Rodgers. Yeah, what's I'm the tired, I'm tired Lamar of Lamar Brady? I'm tired of Tom Brady. Go away. Like, you've played in nine, right? <laughs> I don't need like to play another one. I'm good. Now, is there, Chris, is there a quarterback blend that doesn't involve Mahomes and Rodgers that you would like to see more. Is there a quarterback matchup that doesn't involve Mahomes and Rodgers that I would like to see more? I repeated the question to buy myself some time to answer this question. I don't want to see Drew Brees in a Super Bowl other than for maybe my friends who are Saints fans. Um, 
Jared Goff, been there, done that. I'm okay. Correct. Yeah, I could take it or leave it. Um, who else is left in the no Brady? No, I'm not interested. And then go to the, maybe, maybe, maybe I would love to see Baker get to a Super Bowl. So a situation that involves Baker, because that might shut people up who are, you know, Josh Allen's a good one too. Allen Brady, kind of the new guard of the AFC East versus hey. the old guard. That's a good one. The 2018 quarterback class is looking pretty darn good right now, isn't it? Three of these five quarterbacks still in the running. Who am I forgetting? Rosen. So, oh, Darnold. Yeah, never mind. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. Well, three of the five t- quarterbacks to go in the first round in that draft class still alive. In year three of their regimes, that perfect rookie contract window. Mm-hmm. Let's make some magic happen. Somebody not named the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this one from R. Fritz 901. Would you rather Kadarius Tony in the first or Rondell Moore in the second? See, this is tough because they both have like points that, that, that would give you apprehension uh, about their resumes. And Tony uh, really took a step forward, but his film pre- prior to this year was nowhere near the caliber of what he's put on display in 2020. And Rondale Moore had really good film two years ago. Mm-hmm. And what they did with him this year when he finally came back after playing only four games in 2019 and missing half of Purdue season this year because of a lingering hamstring issue uh, was the most unimaginative role you could possibly carve out for a player like Ron Moore. So I'd probably go with the guy who's done it more recently. And if you're telling me I can get Tony like 25 to 32, I'd rather do that than, than draft a Rondell Moore with like a top 40 pick. What I like about this one, and you can very easily correct me if I'm speaking out of turn here, these guys are very similar in terms of their tier of if you're looking at this wide receiver class, right? Like I've seen Tony mocked at the, at the back half of the of the first round, Rondell Moore early parts of the second round. So these guys are in a similar tier. So I really like that about, about this one. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the opportunity cost, which yeah. is my favorite debate about you know, team building in general in the NFL mm-hmm. draft is looking at, okay, the investment opportunity here, what does that cost me elsewhere down the board? Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So whether you're looking for a healthy snack, a breakfast on the go, something post-workout, or just like delicious things, Built Bar can fill the void for you. And best of all, Built Bar doesn't just taste good, it blows the nutritional facts of your typical protein bar out of the water. It's got 200 calories per bar or less, up to 20 grams of protein per bar, 18 delicious flavors to choose from, and one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. So if you're looking for a change-up in your diet, visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you can save 20% off your next order of Built Bar. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, to save 20% and find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. All right, I have a uh, Jets-related one, and of course I'm going to put it up there. Uh, would you rather hire Robert Sala for the Jets or Arthur Smith? Those are the two guys that have gotten their second interviews with the team. Now, you know what Joe's answer is going to be, right? His answer is going to be Arthur Smith? Yes, and you know why. Because he's on this big kick this year. With offensive about guys? offensive coaches. Yeah. I had Arthur Smith number two on my list of guys that I would want the Jets to hire, but I have been I have been swayed. I have been swayed to the Sala bandwagon. You're ready. 
What I'm what ready. was the selling point for you for Robert Sala? So it was a bit, I did a bit of a deep dive and there was a, a uh, Jets podcast, I forget the name of it, that actually did a meet the candidates thing where he talked to mm-hmm. different beat reporters and people who cover all of these teams and really asked some pointed questions about these guys. And everything that I heard from the Sala interview was like, this guy just gets it. Like this guy has grinded. He has worked extremely hard to get to this point. He demands so much from, from his players and he just feels like the Jets need a CEO type. They need to go the total opposite of Adam Gase. And when I got done listening to this podcast, I felt like Robert Sala was the anti-Adam Gase. Like it just, it, I, I got that feeling coming out of the show. Now listen, they get Eberflus. I'm still happy. That was the guy that I wanted. Number one, the Smith podcast. My, my big question is, can he be that CEO and can he, you know, does he have the ability to kind of manage everything that he needs to manage? Because he hasn't been an offensive coordinator for very long, right? And I think he started on the defensive side of the ball as well. So there's some question marks there. So I'd go Salah. That's my that's where right now I, I'm 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 making a claim. If you are telling me one of them is more of a CEO type than the other, that's the guy that I'm going to go for. So Robert Salah. Um, let's see. We had a really good one from Bill Butler. We also had a really good one um, from where was it at? Uh, Matt Siegel at 7.38. Non-football question. We said uncomfortable hypotheticals, okay. and this dude freaking delivered. Okay. So 7.30, it's 5.38 for me, so you had, I, had to, I had to think about that for a minute. Sorry, you confused me there. All right. Yeah, this is uncomfortable. Would you rather have your breath smell like a fart or your laugh sound like a continuous fart? I think this is – it's uncomfortable, but I think it's easy. You would rather have the smell. No, I want the laugh. I'll just you, avoid laughing. You want the noise. I want the noise because breath, you're you're in close contact with people. You're giving them hugs and stuff. Like, no, 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 no. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's something that draws more attention to your situation if it's audible. You can't right, hide but, that as easy. But breathing, what if I use what if I use breath mints and, and gum and Listerine? I, I feel like that's disingenuous to the question that was asked. No, there's you can mask it. I can't mask. I'm not going to put a Bane mask on and mask my laugh. But you also can't control. Like, breathing just happens. Laughter you can control. Nose. I can breathe through my nose. Again, I think that's disingenuous. To the well, way the that's, that's how I usually yeah, sneak okay. my way out of uncomfortable hypotheticals. Let's get a football hypothetical. Well, you are the one that brought this one. I know, I know. It's just, we, we went a little off the rails there. All right, this one from Sam. Hello, Sam. Would you rather pay Big Ben for 2021, Ooh. trade for Donald, or sign Jameis, sign Jameis Winston in free agency? Now, this is a little bit of a trick question, because no matter what I choose here, I'm still paying Big Ben in 2021. Correct. Pay him 20. You're either paying him 20 or you're paying him 40. 40. So, so, all right, I need to know what the trade value is for Sam and what I'm signing Jameis to. Before I can answer this question. Well, what did Jameis sign? And I, and I asked this question, and as the producer, I'm just going to look it up myself. What did Jameis? What did Jameis get? It was a minimum, right? It, it wasn't- was like dirt cheap. It was like a. It was shamefully low, is what it was for a player who passed for five thousand yards last year. It was shamefully low money. Uh, da, 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 I think it was like a million dollars. I, I don't. I can't see it here, but I can find the contract. But my, 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 the reason why I'm looking this up is he didn't play at all to like warrant like, oh, big pay raise, you know, like it, it's yeah, not but like- he'll, he'll get more than what he got last time around. Or maybe he won't based on the quarterback market being the way that we think it's going to be. Yeah. So his say. contract was a one year, $1.1 million deal. Shamefully low. So, I mean, call it, he's going to probably want multi years. So you're signing him for two years. 10 million. I was going to go 5 million a year. And that's what Sam said on a one-year deal. So two so, years, 10 million. 
So what's the the it's like the Chase Daniel contract? Yeah. And you're you have to give up a second for Donald because that's apparently what everybody's discussing. That's been the where am I picking in the say on Pittsburgh? Yeah, you're pit yeah, you're Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'd rather save the 20 million, pay Sam Darnold and trade it too. That's sitting like 56 in the order. So you're saving that you're you're saving the 20 million by cutting Big Ben. Yep. You're gonna eat the original 20 that you have to eat regardless. You're trading yep. a second for Sam and you're letting Jameis go someplace else. Yes. I think I agree with you. And I think this is a really tough decision because they're in in no way is Pittsburgh gonna tell Big Ben to kick rocks if he wants to play next year. Correct. And that's the that's the difficult thing here because I think no matter what, they should tell him to kick rocks, right? They should move on and use that $20 million elsewhere. It, it would be in their best interest to tell to him to kick so. rocks, but yeah, they won't. I don't think they're going to do that. All right. Um this one from Bill Butler. Is this the one that you were referencing that you wanted up here from, from Bill? Or is this yeah, yeah, this is a good one. Okay. Would you rather Leo Williams and Devonta Smith or Allen Robinson and Quiddy Pay? Who I'm and you nailed the name. Right. It's Thank unbelievable. You. It only took one mess up on our live recording of the show. Bless. We're good. Um, hmm. I think what gets dangerous about paying Leo Williams is how much of an outlier his sack production is in 2020 versus what the rest of his body of work is. And Chris, you know this full well because he played for the Jets. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So anytime you're paying a dude for sack numbers, and and I just saw Steve Palazzolo of Pro Football Focus just got done talking about this with edge rushers. I saw the clip uh, came out from their account. Anytime you pay big money for sack numbers on the open market, and it's an outlier, it's a big red flag. So because of that, I think Allen Robinson is a more accomplished receiver, no question, than Devonta Smith based on playing in the NFL level versus not playing at the NFL level. And I think from a financial standpoint, you get a better value if you have the rookie contract at edge rusher, which is a more high-value position. It's like the most expensive position on the defensive side of the football. So I get economics there, and I get a better – player at a wide receiver. I am currently trying to look up because Spotrack does these market value for players who are free agencies, especially the oh, big okay, yeah, calculate it. What do you want to know? Well I want to know Leo or do you want to know Allen Robinson? I want to I want to see Leo's because I think that's the important conversation to have here because I think paying what's Robinson going to make? At least 15, 16 million a year? No, brother. I, I said 20. at least he's I said at 20. least okay. So it's at least you're talking at least 480 right at a minimum then at that point. Yep, and, and I don't know if I can justify paying a wide receiver that. Also, this depends on who I am as a team, right? Like, what's my wide receiver room currently look like? Um, you know, what? Like, I love Devonta Smith, and, and the Jets subreddit is trying to do this Devonta Smith at two thing, which is going to last for about a week, and then they'll move on to something yeah, else. Yeah, we got to find a new shtick. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so Spotrac has him getting a three-year, twenty-four million dollar contract. This is Leonard Williams. So that's an eight million dollar a- annual average salary. Give me that contract in Devonta Smith. He's he's way. getting more than that. Well, if I'm going based on what look up look up Jordan Phillips's contract that he just got from the Arizona Cardinals. That's a pretty big contract. I should yes, because I and that was that was a that was based off of one like nine sack season, which was like all garbage cleanup sacks as a nose tackle. A three-year, $30 million contract. Yeah, so he got, got 10. 10. You're telling me that Jordan Phillips is, is going to get $2 million yeah. more than Leonard Williams as a former first-round pick coming off the year he just had. Go kick rocks. There's 0% chance that happens. 
Yeah, I, I, I very much agree. Okay, I found one here. Um, this is from Vontel, and I appreciate this one it's, a lot. It, it must be the Brock Lesnar one. It bro. is the Brock Lesnar yeah. one. So would you rather for $50 million, last minute, uh, last a minute in a wrestling match with Brock Lesnar, except Adam Gase coaching your team for two more years, or live in a house with spiders for eight months? Now, how severe are the spiders? Well, wait a minute. Are we talking real wrestling? Because Brock Lesnar's an NCAA champion Correct. wrestler. Are we are we talking like WWE professional wrestling? Because I mean, I'll do the pro wrestling. In a give heart. me the pro wrestling match for fifty million. I'll take. Yeah, Brock I can take, kick my ass. He, he can, can throw me off the top of hell in the cell. It's fine. I don't for fifty care. million, where do I sign? Right. <laughs> Plus, it's a cool moment with the building going nuts. It's great. Right. I, so that's easy. Um, then I'll take Adam Gase, and then I'll go with the spiders. No, thank you on living with the spiders for eight months. No, Chris, I got a fun fact for you. Okay, does it have to do with spiders? It has to do with pro wrestling. Okay. I went to high school with a kid. Um, his name's Dylan. And he currently, uh, he ended up doing uh, DDP's uh, yoga program. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he like works for AEW now. Uh, and, the the, uh, the pride of the Jacksonville Jaguars, AEW. Yes, that's correct. But when they did, when, when did they go to Vegas? Was it like last year? Um, they were Double or nothing, all or nothing, ago, whatever yeah. it was. Double or nothing in Vegas, yeah. He took part in the Battle Royale. Did he really? The casino yes. uh, over the top rope battle? Yes. Oh, look at yes, that. he did. Look at that. Yeah, as you can tell, everybody, I'm a big fan. That's, that's, that's about as deep dive into pro wrestling as I can get. But that's fine. That's I wanted to give you that little trivia. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, okay, let's find one here um, that's interesting here. Rahul really wants us to get into this Kyle Trask or Jamie Newman. All right, all right, all right, all right, Rahul. Kyle Trask on day two or Jamie Newman on day three? And Rahul's asking me this because he knows I'm not a big fan of Kyle Trask, and he also knows Wait, I'm not You're not a big yet. fan of Kyle Trask? I, I don't know that. You've never mentioned this anywhere. I, I do not foresee a favorable projection for Kyle Trask. Do you think there's a team on day two or day three that could grab him in a spot that you feel comfortable with his situation? I think he could be a very low end starting quarterback in the NFL. So he's you don't, he, not even. He's not even Mitchell Trubisky. He doesn't have the athletic traits of Mitchell Trubisky. Here's the problem. Here's where I get stuck. When you're drafting quarterbacks, you either draft guys, Joe, Joe's talked about, and I think he's, stole it or he didn't steal it. He credits it to Lancer line all the time, but it's either uh, playmakers or snap takers. I'm never going to take a snap taker on day two with the top 100 pick. It's a waste of a pick. Just flush it down the toilet. So give me Jamie Dewan all day three. At least he's toolsy. I would agree. I would agree. As somebody whose team is going to be in the market for a quarterback, I agree. Um, I like this one. We've seen this a couple of times. A couple of people have asked this, so I'll put up the one... Um, here about Baltimore. If you're Baltimore, would you rather re-sign uh, Matt Judon or Yannick Ngakwe? This is hard because these are both brand players for me. Like Judon went in round five, Yannick went in round three, and I had round two grades on both these guys, so they were like pound the table guys for me in their, their respective drafts. I saw a, I saw a stat. Um, I'll let you talk and then I'll pull it up here. Okay. Um <sighs> I think you have to re-sign Yannick when you take into account you just invested capital to bring him into your building and into your program. So Judon, he's been there. He's a developmental guy, and he's one of those guys that Baltimore's done a really nice job of. They always draft ahead of schedule, right? They're not drafting for their team needs that year. They're drafting for their team needs two years from now. So that way they get them in the system. They develop these players. 
They let a guy go in free agency and they get another guy that they drafted that's been waiting in the wings for two years and he just steps right in and magically, lo and behold, there's no drop-off whatsoever. Like, look at the, the Baltimore Ravens inside linebacker situation for forever, right? right. Uh, I think Yannick has a more impactful individual trait with his pass rush skill. Uh, Judon was more of a beneficiary in 2019 of Baltimore being one of the, I think, the most blitz-heavy defense in the NFL. Um, so I think Yannick wins you more one-on-ones. And with his first step explosiveness, I think he's got more. Plus, you paid more picks to go out and get him. So Yannick would be my pick. Uh, the stat that I saw, as and I'm going to tie it back to my team as I always do, uh, the Jets are in the market for an edge rusher. And somebody put together uh, the list of pressures by edge rusher. And uh, Ngakwe was 31st with 42 pressures, but that's a career low. And Judon was 35th with 39. But remember, missed two games and wasn't used every down with the way Baltimore had their defense structured. So um, I could go either way, right? I mean, I think both guys, they obviously spent more capital on Ngakwe, right? So, so are we saying Ngakwe stays and Judon hits the market? Because I, I, I have a follow-up question for you. I think that is the way I'd lean right now, yes. Who gets more money, Matt Judon or Bud Dupree? Oh, it's probably Judon, right? I mean, he's he's not coming off an injury, and I know that's, that's an unfortunate byproduct of, of Dupree's situation. Um, how much, how much do you think Matt Judon gets in free agency? It's going to be an impossible contract to live up to. Right, right. But uh, I mean, uh, again, let's play this comparison game. Who, who got a contract last year that we can compare him to? I can compare one to the 2019 off season. Okay. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Trey Flowers. Okay, so Trey Flowers, for those of you... You're not going to like this number. Well, this is going to pain me. Trey Trey Flowers was... Oh, that's a big number. That's a big number. I I told you. That's a big number. 590 is a big number. So Trey Flowers was in New England, and he ended up going to Detroit, and the Matt Patricia, they got in the bidding war with the Dolphins, and Detroit was willing to go all in, push all their money in, and five years, $90 million for Trey Flowers... And like clearly nowhere near the same caliber player in Detroit versus what he was in New England. Spotrack has Dupree at 583 in terms of market value, and it has Judon at 465. So, so which so, one is the annual average salary is more? Is it, it it's Judon Dupree, by a touch? It's it's Dupree Dupree 16.6, Judon 16.3. So it's basically okay. not okay. even not a math guy, but I think they'll both come in two million clear of that. I think they're both getting 18 plus. All right. Are you okay with a quarterback take that might spiral the show out of control? Sure. If, if you promise to give me low lip McGee's next. Yes, I will. Absolutely. Okay. I see the one that you're referencing. Cool. cool. Would cool. you rather cool. have cool. Josh cool. Allen at 40 million a year or Baker at 25 million a year? Based on what we know right now, I'll take the lower number because the sample size for both is too small for me to feel good about committing to either one of them long-term. And that is exactly how I feel, right? It, give me the extra $15 million to build a roster around Baker, right? And I think we are seeing right now what an ability to build out a roster around Baker looks like, right? The Cleveland Browns haven't paid Baker, right? He's still on a rookie deal, and look what they're able to do around him. You, you start paying guys $40 million a year, which is what all these all of these guys are going to strive for this, right? All of these guys are going to get to the normal. normal. And, that's that's the normal. And, and then once you do that, 
My argument is once you do that, you lock yourselves in, in, in many ways, to the roster you currently have. So you can do it. You want to pay Josh Allen $40 million a year, that's fine. But you got to look at the roster you have and say, am I comfortable with this roster attempting to win a Super Bowl in the next three to five years? That's, that's basically what it boils down to. And here's the thing that, that's really compelling to me about this specific question in Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. Is we've seen Baker Mayfield now with three different head coaches, a bunch of different play callers. We've seen Josh Allen in a very stable situation with Brian Dable as his offensive coordinator. Brian Dable's probably not going to be here. Future Chargers head coach Brian Dable. So, correct. So if you told me you have to sign the contract at the end of this season, before the start of the 2021 league calendar year, I'm even more apprehensive because the most consistent variable about what built Josh Allen into becoming the player that he is, is going to be out the building. So that's scary to me for $40 million a year. Now, if Brian Dable leaves and Josh Allen plays to the same degree in which he did in 2020 and 2021 without Brian Dable, then I'm going to pay Josh Allen $40 million over paying Baker Mayfield. But right now it's more of a financial thing for me than it is a skill player thing. Not a math guy, but this will be everybody's fourth year from that class, right? Yes. So then they will then become eligible to sign extensions, right? They can't sign an extension until after this season. Correct. So conversations can then begin. My assumption would be we'll see 50 or options get picked up first before any of these Correct. conversations happen. Right. All right. You want low lip McGee's one. Yes. Here. Two minutes. No timeouts. You're down by four. You have to pass Lamar or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz. It's a homer pick, but I'm picking Fitz. I feel like it's unfair to say I have to pass. Like that's not how this works. That's not and how you do. That's not how the sport works, right? Like I'm able you have to no running it. backs healthy. Right. But Lamar can take off if I need you have to, to call play. pass plays. Uh, so wait a minute. I have to call pass plays, but if Lamar sees an opportunity, he can take it. I feel like two minutes is too big of a time for this hypothetical. Because if that's the case, give me Lamar. He's just he's a he's a better playmaker. He's more athletic. He's going to be able to do more if if there's a broken play. Give me Lamar. What if, if there, what if there's the ball? What if there's fifty seconds left? Well, where am I on the field? You're you're on your own twenty yard line. Yeah, I probably won't fit. No, Sam. I, listen, yeah, I'll, Sam. I'll, don't okay, be disingenuous. I'm, not the, I'm asking follow questions. Okay, I want to make sure I give a fair answer. Goodness gracious, everybody's. The background didn't get, a, didn't get a lot of play here. Um, all right, let me see if I can find another one here. Are we ready for some football? The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use our promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Maybe you want to lay some cash down on your favorite team to advance in the playoffs, or you like some of the fun prop bets that they have. You got to check out betonline.ag because they have the best lines in the business. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And oh, this is a good one. I gotta get a little closer to the screen here. Would you rather play outdoor games in Toronto or Mexico City? Um, listen, I just went down in, in November to South Florida for a game at Hard Rock Stadium. I ain't trying to go any further south than that. 
It's more you have elevation in Mexico City, which is a concern, right? We we we've, we they talk about that every time the game gets brought up that they're playing in Mexico City. Toronto would be cool. Um, it's the the, the elevation no. is the ultimate wild card there, right? Yeah, it's it's the biggest difference maker, right? Because I, I, we've talked about I've talked about at least playing in the cold and how different it, it feels when you hit somebody in the cold and how the extra sting is there. Um, that's no joke, but to be that far South and that elevation is kind of a daunting proposition. This one, not feeling it. Bias aside, would you rather, if you were Wilson and fields be drafted to the jets, Falcons or Panthers, which one do you okay. want to do first? Uh, let's do Zach Wilson first. Well, all of these guys w- should want to pick the team that pays them more, right? And so with the draft slot, like the Jets are the answer here. Right? Don't be disingenuous to the question, Chris. I, I, no, 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 I'm not saying that's my answer. I just, I just want to make that clear a off the jump. A little bit, here. you are. That's fair. It's fine. Um, it's not the Falcons, right? Because none, none of these guys are going to have an opportunity to start if it's the Falcons. Well, I don't know. if I, I kind of want to go into the situation where it's going to set me up for the most success long term. I kind of think it's Carolina. Carolina has the most infrastructure pieces in place right now. Christian McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson. Keep going. Well, Curtis Samuel's a free agent. They have to bring him DJ back. DJ Moore. But are you sitting behind Teddy, or is it going to be an open? It's probably going to be an open competition. It's going to be an open competition, and if I'm not ready to play right away, then I don't I don't care. I'll sit for a season because you're picking me in the top 10. I'm going to be your long-term guy. My time's going to come. I think it's Panthers, Jets, Falcons. Probably because the Falcons, Matt, Matt might prevent you from playing for two years. And, and because in order to make next season work with the way the cap, they might have to get rid of Julio. So now you're taking away one less option that makes that yeah. attractive. Right. And yeah. So now, now I, I barely have a running game. My only receiver is Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan stopping me from starting for at least two years if he stays. So it's, 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 it's tough. So I'd go Panthers, Jets, Falcons would be. And there's, be the there's going to be a little bit more stability in that building. Um, because Matt rules long-term. He's going to be there. Oh, I like this one. This one's fun. It's not really a would you rather, but boy, are we going to debate this. You're starting a new franchise, and you get one non-quarterback player. Who do you choose? Okay, this is going to be a great one to end the show. I just want to let everybody know, I'm going to pause for a minute here and think about this because I don't want to miss anybody obvious. That's what happens with questions like this. You get caught up in your own thought process, and you just forget people. Okay, so we're talking positional value. We right? are, which makes me think you get an edge rusher, right? Yeah, we could talk about Miles Garrett being a candidate. Yes. And the former number one overall pick. Joey Bosa. Incredibly after, athletically gifted. Um, Bosa, yes. I'm a little bit wor- more worried about injury durability there. Aaron Donald, worth consideration. But here's my concern. Chris, do you remember how good that stretch was for J.J. Watt? It was uh, it was very good. J.J. Watt's stretch in the early 2010s is the most dominant stretch of play I've seen from any non-quarterback in my lifetime of was, watching it, football. It was very fun. I'll say that. But how long was it? It was not very long. It was, was it five, years, four years. I think it was going to say four or five years, four or five years. 
And then the injury happened, and then he came back, and he had like 15 sacks again, and then he got hurt again and only played a game. And then he's been like kind of in and out, and then he stayed healthy this year. Um, but the concern with Aaron Donald is Aaron's 30, 31. Aaron Donald is 30 right now, probably will turn 31 before next season. So if I'm starting franchise right now, moving forward with that, I'm not getting a, a decade-long cornerstone the way that I should be getting any player in the league. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to be Aaron Donald. Other players at that position that we could consider, Chris Jones, DeForest Buckner, but I think they're on a tier below the guys we the, mentioned. Yeah, no, no. Your edge rusher. I'm going Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. Why Bosa over? I mean, you could, I mean, I'm so on the fence on this. You could convince me of Miles Garrett. Is there um, any other position that you would consider? I'm not, I'm not considering anybody on the offensive side of the ball. No one. Mate. Not a single player. Is there somebody that I'm missing that you want me to mention? Is that what this no. is? It felt like a leading question for me to be like, Alvin Kamara. That's what you were trying to get me to say. No, no. Alvin Kamara is an elite running back, though. He is an elite running back, but I don't think he, he's answered this question. Do you, I mean, do we prioritize like a left tackle in this spot? I don't think so. To protect our quarterback that we're going to have. In terms of positional value, do we take a do we take a shutdown corner? I'm I'm just going to play the triangle game with the with the three important pillars that aren't quarterback, left tackle, edge, and corner. I think Jalen Ramsey deserves a little bit of consideration. I, I I would agree that would be the guy that would would be brought up. You going to bring up Minka Fitzpatrick? I mean, I, I was waiting for you to do that. Um, I, I would will, never. I would, I would never to, I would allow you the floor to do that if you'd no. like. No. Um, Never say a good thing about him ever again. Can't wait for the Dolphins to win a playoff game before he does in Pittsburgh. Is Laramie Tunsil on our short list, or is that, is that no? I was very it's, I was that was it, kind of tongue in cheek, but I understand. But offensive line, offensive tackle, you're so dependent on what's next to you too. It's it not just so, yeah. you. It's not just you. Um. Oh, Darius Leonard is a good one. Sam brings that up in the comments. I was stunned to find out that he's playing at 215. Yeah, I saw that. I forget where I saw it on Twitter, but it was, I saw it. Was it. On the broadcast. They said it on the oh, broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. I was like, that was that I was baffled said, by that. What? I mean, good for him. Now, apparently he's he the year prior he started higher, and then as the season went on, he fell off to 215. So now he's just playing at two like Mike, one of the best inside linebackers in football playing at 215. Impressive. It's impressive stuff. Um I think it's Miles Garrett or, or, or Joey Bosa. I'm going to go Miles Garrett because he's more athletically gifted than Bosa. And right. he's, no, he's no slouch from a technique. He's really opened up. You know, it's not like when he first got in the league and they're telling him, you can only use two pass rush moves. Huh? And they're actually letting him, like, get after offensive tackles with everything in his arsenal now. All right, so, I've, seen, I've seen two people bring this up. Where would Derwin James be on this list if he was healthy? Well, I don't... If, it, if ifs and buts were candy nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. He's not healthy, so he's not on the list. That that was exactly my thought. I can't I can't evaluate somebody who's not healthy, right? I just can't I can't have that conversation. Uh, all right, you've convinced me. I'm, I'm going to change my my answer to Miles Garrett. I've changed. We're done. Chris Schubert, Sam, stop. No, don't be disingenuous. Sam, put it up there so he's shamed. I will do it for I will do it for Joe. No, we're not considering a running back for this situation I'm because not you're going not. To. I'm not going to. So quit asking. Quit asking.
Okay. That simple. <laughs> Kyle Krabs, Chris Schubert. Joe Marino is off. Uh, he's moving. He's he's uh, probably moved in by now, but doesn't have internet in the new house. So uh, thanks for swinging over, hanging tight with us on a Thursday evening. All of our live streams are brought to you by our friends at Mighty Swell. Uh, we will be back again next week. So make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast feed. Monday, we'll have a show for you. To, Monday night is Takes on Takes, which will air on Tuesday on the podcast feed. Lots of great stuff coming up. So enjoy the playoffs this weekend. Kyle Krabs, Chris Schubert, thanks for listening slash watching the Draft News Podcast.